0: Sorry, my friend. He's a bad cop. I'm a good cop. Okay. You can trust me. I won't be on the
1: show. I'm going to be on the show. I'm going to be the star of the show. You started off as the bad cop, but now you're the good one.
0: Hope this movie doesn't suck ass. It will. (laughs) Now you're the good cop. Oh, my God. The moral is, you're a total bitch. How are you holding up? Because I'm a potato. It certainly does suck. Isn't there supposed to be a good cop? Hope you boys brought popcorn. Because I'm about to put on a show. Welcome to another episode of Good Pop, Bad Pop with M&T. You're going to watch a screen anyway. Why not let us pick what you put on it? How are you, M?
1: I I am great. How are you?
0: Very good. Very good. How's your... We reported maybe eight days ago. Mm. We've lost an episode in the cosmos due to traveling and stuff, but, yeah. you know, who keeps track of such things? <laughs> what number are we up to? Uh,
1: 15? That's alright. More? I'd, I'm not sure. Either way.
0: Ladies and We're gentlemen, here today. <laughs> Our producer,
1: hooray! Right. What
0: have you watched this week? What have you got for me?
1: Uh, what have I done this week? Uh, mostly reruns, but uh, I have started the new. Well, it's not new. There's two seasons of it, but new to Netflix. Uh, Rupert Grint's show, who you may know as Ron from Harry Potter.
0: Not Thunderpants.
1: Not Thunderpants. No. Uh, it is called Sick Note. Uh, pretty much, if you see the trailer, uh, it's all in there. He's just this, you know, kind of less than stellar individual, not great at his job, not great with his girlfriend, not great with his family, and um, he thinks he has cancer for a day, and then his life changes, everyone's nice to him, and then turns out the doctor he was seeing is not very good and made a mistake.
0: Played by Nick Frost, correct?
1: Correct. Um, And anyway, they kind of both decide that it's in both of their best interests, the Mm -hmm. doctor and Rupert Green, if they just kind of go with it. Uh, and things kind of go from there. So I've only seen one episode so far. It was okay. Uh, will. I'm going to watch a bit more and probably give a more detailed review later. I've also seen a few more episodes of the She-Ra reboot as well, which I've been kind of enjoying, but I'm also not usually to those sorts of tunes, so I probably can't accurately reflect some things. But I do like a lot of stuff that's in it. Like it's, um, so what's,
0: what's She-Ra?
1: Look, I can't really explain it to you. Um, uh, she's sort of like a princess warrior.
0: This is 80s cartoon style, right? Uh, Well, it's sort based of. based off an 80s cartoon. Ba-
1: based off that, yeah. So, um, yeah. And, yeah, look, I really can't explain it. It's a bit weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but I do like there's a lot sort of sort of very progressive-y kind of characters in it. And there's a... A cute princess who's a bit of a badass and she's like pretty thick and she's awesome and there's a lot of like just girls snuggling and being in the tub together it sounds very sexual and it <laughs> and i don't know if that's why i like it or if i like it because it's not sexual or maybe i like it because it is either way it's pretty cool well now you in, have
0: my attention <laughs> in
1: in those aspects like it's just very um bi-friendly i guess i don't know it's just nice Um, In terms of what's happening in the actual story, I don't really know, (laughs) because I've sort of only been half paying attention when I'm watching it. So great review, in progress, really. Stellar words by me. (laughs) What about you? What have you been doing?
0: Um, Nothing to throw up as a quick hit today. Most Mm -hmm. of the stuff I watched this week got underlined for bigger segments, Mm -hmm. so um, I guess an overview of what we're going to cover today. Um, We're going to do a segment on Incredibles 2, Mm -hmm. the Obviously the sequel to Incredibles. No. (laughs) Um, And I did some travelling, and what is slowly becoming a segment for the podcast (laughs) is Terry reviews weird movies he watched on an aeroplane.
1: Plane films, as told by T.
0: Yeah, and um, I've got a twist on it today, because I was um, borderline wasted the whole trip, so... (laughs) My review notes are a mess, to say the least, and I'm going to read them to you verbatim, <laughs> and we'll see how we go.
1: Drunk plain movies reviews by tea.
0: I need to think of a catchy name for the segment.
1: Oh, was mine not good enough?
0: You can jingle it, okay? But I think we can change the words. Yeah, cool. You, we can even we'll make a mini segment. This will be great. <laughs> segment.
1: Yeah, no, like the um,
0: <laughs> you know, like the intro. Uh,
1: yeah, that could be fun.
0: You, you don't sound enthused by that work.
1: Yeah, I'm just, I'm already thinking of like puns for snakes on a plane, but like snacks on a plane <laughs> and movies. You're <laughs> but, in the ballpark, but,
0: but you're in the wrong row. We'll get there.
1: I said it was a process.
0: But what I do want to talk about in our intro are yeah. the annual gamer reward- mm. rewards.
1: Woof. <laughs> Try again.
0: Annual gamer awards happened. Yeah. Four days ago.
1: They did. Hmm.
0: Um,. There's winners, losers, nominees, and we have opinions on some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, just let me crack open my technology here, and let's go through a couple together. It was now, noisy. the big one for me was obviously Game of the Year, which is the big one. Mm. And yeah, there were two category- two contenders straight off mm-hmm. the bat, which everyone knew. Yeah, um, God of War from Santa Monica, mm-hmm. and Rockstar's Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm. Now. God of War is the best game I've played in quite some time, so my yeah. votes were for it. Uh, Red Dead is still in progress. <laughs> it's um, a masterpiece, but I was worried it was going to get the nod just because it's cross-console. And mm. if you've picked up, I'm a big Sony fanboy this generation. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I thought it was going to hold God of War back. But no! Mm. Game of the year. Yeah. God of War. Yep. Happiness.
1: I echo those sentiments. I think if I was to compare both of them from what I've seen, and I've seen a lot of them because I sit and watch you play them, and I still want to play God of War myself, I don't have any interest in playing Red Dead for a whole bunch of reasons, but that's a story for another time. Um, I agree. I think overall it is a much tighter, cleaner, better game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was up against an Assassin's Creed. I haven't played an Assassin's Creed in about 19 Assassin's Creeds, so I don't know how that franchise is doing these days. (laughs) Like, seriously, you go through my um, game list, you know, list of games to play, there's like four entries from Assassin's Creed.
1: I did want to play, like, one of the first ones, but then there was just so many that I got over it before I even started. So I just went, eh. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I played one and two back in, you know, a decade ago, but... Uh, Up against one called Celeste, which I'm not familiar with. Mm. Uh, Marvel's Spider-Man, another big game of the year. And while I loved that, that wasn't a game of the year for me.
1: It was very good, but I think if you're holding it up against something like God of War, then yeah, it's not going to win. But it was very good. Mm. Very good.
0: Um, Red Dead we mentioned, and Monster Hunter World. Eh, you didn't like Monster Underworld? No, it made me sad. Oh, you didn't like hunting animals?
1: No, but, well, I mean, like hunting animals is fine, but they make them so pathetic when they're dying, and it really made me upset because they sort of like, limp off, and then you got to finish it. <laughs> I'm like, no, I finish
0: it can take an hour at a time, though. That game was a slog. Yeah. It's a a repetitive
1: to me, though, as well.
0: Yeah, there's so, only. Yeah like eight monsters give or take yeah and they just got stronger and there was like there's a story but that's you know a not single player really. story but it's not really what the game's about but yeah. once i finished that i'm like i am getting off this treadmill <laughs> i am wrapping it there um it was actually my first experience with the monster hunter game and just it's true the mechanics and all the nuance in the weapons were yeah. fun but yeah not a game of the No, I don't think
1: it doesn't even compare to the other three. I don't think. Like, it's not that sort of game. Mm. I didn't think so, anyway.
0: Next big category, Best Game Direction. Nominees. Mm. God of War. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which we covered. A Way Out.
1: Yeah, that was a great
0: game. Uh, Detroit. Mm. Spider-Man. And Red Dead 2. Three of these are PlayStation... Four of these are PlayStation exclusives. No. Was A Way Out a... So exclusive? Uh, either no, way.
1: I don't know. A way out wasn't. I don't think so.
0: Okay. Um, so of those, a way out was pretty amazingly. That had a really... in terms of direction.
1: Yeah, and a compelling story, mm. which I think is another you know key component of direction. Yeah,
0: and it's such a risk playing a tr- a pure co-op game.
1: Yeah. Making yeah. a pure
0: co-op game.
1: But fantastic! Uh, if you out there haven't played it, give that a go with a buddy because it's um.
0: Yeah, put in the four hours.
1: Oh, good fun. And um, that was... Did we review this in one of our early episodes? No. In order to just miss out.
0: No, it was earlier in the year for us. Oh,
1: man. I want to do a chat about that game at a later date because that was made by the same people who made Brothers, mm. which also um, emotionally crippled me. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Detroit. Mm. Quite a impressive feat taking that format of game. You know, the... Well, let's call it the telltale model, uh, and making it triple A large scale.
1: Yeah, see, impressive. I'm because of the complexity that went into so many different aspects of creating that game. I am a little disappointed that it didn't win, but it is hard to sort of compare that against games that follow a more like standard structure. Hmm. Um, but I think just the level of complexity that went into it, it should have. Maybe one something hmm.
0: more there. Uh, Red Dead and Spider Man. Spider Man is pretty well directed, I guess. Nothing yeah. special, but again, God of War one. Mm. Now, if you haven't seen God of War in action, from hit start to play new game, the entire game is one single take. That is very impressive. And the camera just follows Kratos, and yeah. into cutscenes, out of cutscenes. There's it's a no a bit
1: confusing cuts. when that happens because you're like, oh, I've got to start playing the yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> That was always funny that sort of Kratos waiting. is
0: just standing there mid cut, seeing like, "Oh, I have control again," <laughs> but it I was. I think he's having a stoic moment. It was an impressive creation. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is true. So I agree with that one. Um, ongoing games now. Fortnite one. Yeah. And in one way, fair enough. This really was a big year for Fortnite. Was, but also it's a game from 2017, mm. and I don't know how you review an ongoing game—is just purely numbers—in which case Fortnite for sure. Whether
1: was well, it numbers or is it more like.? So oh, that's
0: not how, but.
1: Is it getting consistently good content out there, like, repeatedly? Well, the long That's what I mean. Have... Like, how, how do you. Hmm.
0: Uh, it's up against Overwatch, yeah. which is an esport level game now. Yeah,
1: that's a high contender.
0: And No Man's Sky, interestingly. Apparently, it's not the same as the OG No Man's Sky, but. Yeah, no. i no.
1: Not going to believe any of that.
0: <laughs> um. But Fortnite, they pump out content every week. Most well, of it's true, cosmetic, yeah. but well, yeah, they're putting some effort in, which was the downfall of um, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Is mm. years later, everyone says it's still janky and not much content. So, yeah, mm. um, best narrative, which mm. are basically all the same noms. Mm. So, Spider Man, Life is Strange Two. You played that one, didn't you?
1: Life is Strange Two. Yeah. Oh, two episode one. That is, isn't it?
0: Just says two,
1: well, two's not all out yet. All so, right, so. episode one, um, and I haven't finished that, but it is like they are very strong narrative games. They're very hmm. engrossing.
0: Um, Got of Oregon, again. Yeah. Detroit. Uh, when I was Red Dead. Yeah, no, fuck that. Why? That.
1: Well, okay. Look, I haven't seen.
0: We haven't even finished the game of yet. The
1: story, <laughs> but there's too much other shit for it to be that
0: important. I think. I don't think that's fair. I don't think we can comment on that until we actually see. I'm literally... Like, I checked the stats. I've only done maybe half the story. It's very disappointing. Yeah, so... Be better. Um, <laughs> picking flowers. It's important.
1: Stop chasing cougars and start doing the quest. Oh, man. Quests.
0: Just... I didn't want to check in too much on Red it this week, <laughs> but I was doing the hunter challenges, and what was it? It was a uh, kill five cougars with a bow. So, firstly...
1: That's dumb. Just do the goddamn game.
0: Well, uh, it's done. I've done it, and I've... Killed King Cougar. I
1: feel good about that. I have a shiny new holster
0: and a whole extra little bit of, I want to say, stamina. (laughs) That's done. I can play the main game now. Then I have to go to work. Yeah. So that's probably it for the week. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, see, because that was best narrative, right? Yes. And, I mean, I have seen some parts that are enjoyable about Red Dead. But not compared, again, not compared to Detroit. Like, you're juggling so many narratives, so many potential narratives... I'm a bit annoyed that that didn't take that out there. Hmm. And even if you just take, like, the, the standard narrative of Detroit, like, it's a great story. A great story. So, yeah, I'm not best pleased about that. I guess
0: narrative is very broad. So in Red Dead, it's more about themes. Like, there's a story, but it's all about a kind of sense of the bigger picture, which is what they've done through most Red Deads, and Grand Theft Autos, to be honest. Detroit was a very short, acute story. I disagree. With with very big implications.
1: Uh, You think there's not themes in Detroit? No, I'm saying
0: there's both of those in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, there's a small-scale, acute adventure yeah. Whereas Detroit you you've got a goal all the time so there's a short a short-term narrative yeah. as well as the bigger ones whereas Red Dead there's no short-term narrative other than existing and occasionally getting money.
1: And go skin five rabbits. Yeah. Go do this, go do
0: this. No, I'm sick of it. Um Okay, so another there's the other one was best score music. Mm-hmm. Uh Red Dead there's a pretty good score.
1: I haven't particularly noticed it, so... Yeah. But then I, I can't recall any that I have noticed de- of a big game anyway.
0: Audio design, Red Dead as well. Mm-hmm. What are you up against? Can't really comment. <laughs> Alright, so here's the one you'll find controversial. Best performance. Uh... So we've got Yuri playing um, Peter Parker in Spider-Man. Mhm. Uh, he was a cute Spider-Man. Melisandre Mahout as Cassandra in Assassin's Creed. Um, Chris Judge as Kratos... Which would have been my mm-hmm. vote a million times, my vote. Mm-hmm. And not very just because of the... Very good. Yeah, because lots of reasons. Um, Brian Deckard as Connor from Detroit. Yeah. But the winner went to Roger as Arthur Morgan in um, Red Dead 2. Yeah. You thought... Yeah. Who was your vote?
1: Connor. Guy plays Connor. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. First of all, let me tear down this winner because...
0: Stop tearing down Red Dead. Talk about no. Connor.
1: no. All right, let me tear this down first. So um, since someone brought it to my attention, I've not been able to unhear, and the person who brought this to my attention is when I was listening to Hungry Gamers, and Ali was saying, Miss Ali Hart, she was saying how um, Arthur has like a really caricatured voice, and now I can't unhear that. I know it's reflective of the time and whatever, but everyone else in that game doesn't sound like a cartoon but he's all like hey, partner. and I hate it. I hate it so much. I think it's not difficult to do. I just did a great Arthur Morgan. Is this Arthur Morgan? I don't know. Arthur Morgan. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I knew a thing. Um like it's not difficult voice work, I don't think. And while I can appreciate the gravitas of Kratos, which I think deserves to win a lot more than uh, the person who voiced Arthur Morgan I would have to still give it to the guy who plays Connor. And my reasons are these. It is very difficult to... First of all, sounding like a very convincing robot. Difficult. More difficult than sounding like a generic cowboy. As well as that, he also has to sound like a robot who's like kind of a dweeb. So there's an added layer of difficulty. On top of that, he's also going through moral quandaries... And um, also had to record a lot of voices of him dying in many different ways. So there's that too. Um, but And so I think that makes for a very layered, complicated voice acting performance. And therefore, I think that should have won. Because um, Connor was actually probably my least favorite character in that game. Cause really? Because he, he annoyed me so much. Which speaks very well to how that character was performed, because he was just such a dweeb. And I'm just like, oh god, you're annoying, and I'm going to complain about that um, elsewhere. <laughs> but um, I've, since I've had time after finishing it, I'm like, all right, I can appreciate why he's fun. But um, yeah, he's crazy. Connor me. was my favorite though. He's whole everyone's way. favorite, but really, just, hmm. I was always like, oh, Connor, you drip.
0: <laughs> but my Connor wasn't a drip. Is it just? how you played Connor?
1: <laughs> no, he's just, you know,
0: good 2 is lamo. But But mine wasn't, is what I'm saying. It's it's, it's a... Yeah, no. Are you the drip? And no. you just projected onto no, Connor with no. your gamer decisions. No,
1: like, because, you know, he always sort of starts the same way because he's, like, you know, designed to be that. Did um, you
0: save the fish or let it die?
1: Oh, man. Um, I saved the fish.
0: No, we're very different people. And as mm. a result, yours was a drip. <laughs>
1: That's that's the thing that decides with it, anyway. That's the so, start <laughs> well. My my point is is I think therefore creating um, well that's another thing too. Not just all the things I mentioned, but what you just said. You have to also portray two completely different kinds of characters as one character, depending on you know how your narrative individually unfolds. And I think that just takes a lot more hmm. work and should be awarded as such. So, sorry, person who played Arthur Morgan, your shit.
0: Even his real name is cowboyish Roger Clark.
1: It's dumb. Your name is dumb.
0: Is it maybe because 90% of the lines you've heard are the same five lines you hear when I'm just roaming around on the horse? There, a girl. There's a girl. Boy. Oh, shut up. (laughs) Hey there, mister. (laughs)
1: Uh, Well, look, that probably doesn't help. But so, even just, like, actual parts of the story and everything that I've seen, I'm like, uh everyone when around the camp, like, chatting to other people, I'm like, why do you sound like a drawing?
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> it's all he knows. He was raised. That's his origin story. Okay, anyway, moving on from I'm hating Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Hot take. Yeah. Um, I'm
1: full of unpopular opinions today. Very i love today. Um,
0: I love Chris George's Kratos. Just, I'm a big Teal'c fan from his SG1 days. Yeah, true. Same. And, um... The complexity I liked is that he's, you know, gruff and serious and intense, but also really loves his son while simultaneously hating his existence, and it's a complicated (laughs) thing to portray. Like, he begrudges having a son, but it's his responsibility, and he also loves his son, and it's really complicated. And... Because you never see the dynamic between Kratos and his... Wife? Yeah. Whatever. The mother? Absent person, so... You're picking all this up through the interactions with um, Atreus and, I don't know, nailed it. And the the weird alien sidekick from Stargate shows are um, crushing it at the moment. We've got Chris Judge here. Um, mm. Momoa is about to hit theaters as Aquaman. Yeah. Not that I'm going to watch that, but um, <laughs> I I'm happy for Momoa. <laughs> Although the, the fandom has turned on him since it turns out he doesn't let his co-star read books. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, he tears pages out of their books. Like, that's just mean. Yeah. (laughs) Who treats a book that way? I'm very angry at him.
0: Everyone was so angry. It was, like, such a button. Yeah, it's a story for another day. No, 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 no. Best action adventure, God of War. It's all the same. RPG went to Monster Hunter World. Best Fighting went to Dragon Ball Z. Don't care. Family Game, Overcooked 2, which we have yet to play. We're big fans of Overcooked 1. We're going to get into that.
1: God, that game's fun. You yell so much playing that game. Uh so good. (laughs)
0: Um, And that's the main awards that we were interested in.
1: Yeah. But
0: yeah, that's our quick summary of the awards we cared about in the 2018 Gamer Awards.
1: Yeah. So tell us what you think should have won Game of the Year. Do you agree? Because we certainly think God of War should have and did win that. So Yay! Um, also, if you have any more controversial opinions about best performance, was it?
0: Best. Best performance? Yeah.
1: That I had gripped with, yeah. Tell us. <laughs> I want to know. Find me. <laughs> At pop underscore pop Or agree with me, that's always nice, too. Poor Arthur. Yeah, well, be better. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, after the break, we're going to review Incredibles 2. Mm-hmm. And T is going to get distracted and take us on a tangent. Hooray. Stay with us. Welcome back. We watched Incredibles too. We did. Yeah. Now it's gonna set the scene, and what a scene to set. So mm. I'm like, what did I think about Incredibles one? And I went back to Incredibles one, read a bit because I've watched it in probably ten years or something. Mm. Came out in 2004. Now I want to set the scene. Okay. For 2004. All right. Because it dawned on me, and I've mentioned before, my favorite nerd character is. Um, Jason Lee from Morats, <laughs> and it reminded me that Jason Lee was favorite the, all
1: time character. I feel like I need some more context for this.
0: He was my nerd character. He was my nerd idol okay. from Morats. Gotcha. But he was the villain in um, Incredibles one, you mm-hmm. know four, and I'm like, whoa, that's a him acting as a flashback. I did so, not know that. Yeah, he was oh, the yeah. he was envious of superpowers, so his thing was to give everyone superpowers, so no one would be super. It was, a, it was a weird thing. Uh, didn't make much sense. But back on 2004, because <laughs> I'm like, what happened to Jason Lee? So he's sort of trending up around 2000. He was in Almost Famous. He was always the guy in all the Kevin Smith movies. Mm-hmm. Then he went for a spate of being the it, you know, dude in all those B-grade movies. He was in um, Stealing Harvard, A Guy Thing. And then he had his show, My Name Is Earl. And then he was an Alvin in and the Chipmunks and his career promptly ended.
1: Because
0: huh. what's Jason Lee up to these days? I don't know. I yeah. couldn't tell you. He died in one, so he couldn't come back to two. So in was, The
1: Incredibles? Yeah. Oh, right.
0: Yeah. I think. I As I said, it's been a while. But 2004. Shrek 2. Uh-huh. Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Meet the Fockers, which is Greatly. Meet the Parents 2. Ocean's 12. Which is also oceans 2. I
1: think I liked
0: that one. And Passion of the Christ, which is like Jesus too, <laughs> Bible too. Jesus one. Nah, because it's is, is New Testament. So yeah, Passion Bible of the Christ 2. would be Bible too. Yeah,
1: yeah, Bible too. Yeah. Electric boogaloo.
0: So it's a big year for sequels. It turns out. <laughs> it
1: oh n- yeah.
0: Jesus was not boogalooing. Yeah, you know, we were also listening to Usher that year. Remember? Yeah, that was a great song.
1: Yeah. Well, let's not say we. <laughs> You, perhaps.
0: Maroon 5, This Love. Hoover Stank, The Reason.
1: Oh, yeah, now we're talking. What else you got?
0: <laughs> Outcast, Ya. Hey, uh. Yep, love it. Evanescence, My Immortal. Uh-huh. Friends, Take Me Out.
1: Yeah, best.
0: Black Betty, spider bait. Fantastic. That was one of your faves, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, it well, was. So I played that repeatedly on my radio show.
0: Back in your DJ days. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's the scene of 2004. <laughs> and then Incredibles mm-hmm. came out. And I was a big fan of The Incredibles. And I really resonated with... Because in Incredibles 1, you weren't allowed to be a superhero. So these guys went and got day jobs. And it was like this inane day job stuff. I think he worked in um, insurance or yeah, something. Think,
1: yeah,
0: And balanced with superhero stuff. And I resonated pretty hard with that in 04. Because um, I was working at a job I didn't particularly like. While trying to get a uni degree to do something I might like even more. And I must have resonated with that concept <laughs> pretty much. Um, anyway, adventures happen yeah (laughs) they save days Mm what do you think of Incredibles 1
1: I didn't like Incredibles which is very unusual I know everybody likes Incredibles and everyone's been going I can't wait for Incredibles 2 and I'm like I can I can wait (laughs) I just I watched it then and didn't like it Uh, like it's I didn't hate it but I was just like this just isn't very appealing to me it's not very good and which is very unusual because there was a lot of like decent Disney Pixar movies around those years. And so I was loving most things that came out, but I just didn't like that. And I don't know if it's because it's about people and I don't like animated Disney movies about people because I just don't really care about people. (laughs) As
0: opposed to animated animals and robots and feelings.
1: Yeah. I much prefer those. And, um, And I thought, okay, well maybe I just didn't like it at the time for... Whatever reason. So I went back and I rewatched it recently. Still didn't like it. Hmm. But I could see why people did like it. So I could appreciate it to an extent. Um, I will say that it was quite a progressive movie for that time in terms of having a female superhero, Z, and it not being a big deal. <laughs> like it just being there. Uh, and, you know, Elastigirl and. What's Mr. Incredible's name? Is that his name, Mr. Yeah, Incredible? Yeah, Mr. Incredible. Oh, there you go. Um, that's easy. Um, you know, they were both What equal... did you think Mr.
0: Incredible was? His... I don't know.
1: George. Fuck, I don't know. Um, <laughs> like a, his real
0: name. <laughs> strong
1: man. I'm not sure. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Anyway, so it was good to see that they were both kind of equal heroes without, you know, the, there's always usually a dynamic of, oh, but, you know, the man superhero is the better one. And they just didn't really have that in... Incredibles 1. So I did like that about it when I saw it. I'm like, oh, that's actually pretty good for 2004. Um, and I feel like they kind of undid that a little bit. Almost really? in the second one. But anyway, finish your thoughts on uh, the first one before we... No,
0: that's it. I liked it. I yeah. thought it was great. The first one? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So let's jump to 2018, mm. 14-ish years later. Mm-hmm. We find it follows directly after the events of number 1. Yeah, and, I found that surprising. Yeah, and the... um. Well, they had to keep the kids all the same age, didn't they? They couldn't jump 14 well, years in the future. They
1: could have made it six months, though. Because <laughs>
0: all, all the kids would be in their like, late 20s. Um, and the same issues continue. The mm. heroes are coming back in vogue, but it's still illegal. And as similar thread to what happened in incredibles one they save the day but cause a bit of um collateral damage and everyone gets all mad at them and a mysterious stranger is mm. like i'm all about superheroes i want to help and the twist on this one is they're like oh we want elastigirl to be mm. the um the face of this and the and mr incredible's like why and they're like oh the collateral damage thing, and I thought that was funny that they actually went in that Men direction. Are too
1: destructive, <laughs> yeah. It's so that part they got right.
0: They've got a similar beat with the balancing the day to day life with the superhero stuff. So Mister Incredibles at home raising the family, while Elastigirls off being a superhero. Mm. Um, I thought that was good. Like he he was mad about it and very jealous, but we knew he was like that from the first movie. But he still did it. You have a different take.
1: I agree to a point. Like, it was it was good that they sort of made, you know, they were like, oh, we want Alaska to do the saving because of, you know, whatever reason. Um, but I don't like that they made uh, Mr. Incredible a little bit jaded about it. And that, to me, I was like, oh, this was such like an equal movie the first time, and now by trying to take a step forward by saying, oh, we're going to make this, you know, more female-centric, I feel like they sort of took a step backwards by sort of doing that but on the other hand maybe you could sort of see it as well at least then they're exploring some attitudes that people may have but then on the other hand it's sort of saying well you know if dad stay at home they're going to resent their wives I'm like well that's that's not a healthy no,
0: I, I don't think he did resent the wife He's, um, he was never mad at her he was just sort of like oh I want to be out there doing stuff
1: yeah but what I don't like is when the conversation happened like in the beginning of the movie about who was going to be you know the superhero of choice or whatever He was very, um, you know, he had a lot of assumptions. He was like, oh, yeah, cool, I'm going to go do this. used to do that kind of thing. Um, And I didn't, that put a bit of a bad taste in my mouth straight away. I was like, "Uh." for a movie that started off on such equal footing for the first one, the second one, yeah. Tried Mm. to take one step forward, but I think took two steps back Mm. in that regard anyway. I Mm. also have other major problems with this movie.
0: All right. Um, The other new addition is Jack Jack, the baby who, for some reason, has every superpower and mm. is a loose unit. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: that's babies.
0: Yeah, so Mr. Incredible is raising Jack-Jack, who's now destroying the place. And it's pretty funny. Like would explode all the time. I, I didn't mm. quite understand the powers, but went with that. Um, overall, I quite liked the movie, but it didn't mm. quite have the same hit as it did 14 years ago. Like It really resonated with parts of it. Back yeah. in the day, but this time it's just eh, the same sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, decent, but not great. Made a bill at the box office, so no one's complaining, but didn't quite escalate the um, art form for me.
1: Uh, I liked this as much as I liked the first one, which is not a lot. <laughs> I just found it boring. Like the same, I had the same issues as I did with the first movie. It was just boring, like the plot was very generic. It was, you know, insert bad guy, thing happens. Stuff rescued. Like I admittedly like it was good to sort of say the, you know, Mr. Incredible at at home with the kids type thing because it had that same theme like you were talking about, carried across of, you know, mundane everyday life juggling with you know, whatever. Superhero crap. But um yeah, I just I just found it to be a little generic and boring. Like there was nothing Special about the villains, there's just nothing special about the movie, just didn't care for it.
0: Okay, that's a no from M,
1: yeah, two out of five,
0: and a side thumb for (laughs) T. Side thumb, no, I didn't like love it.
1: Would you, well, yeah, what would you give it out of five?
0: I don't give scores, well, it's worth the time if it's on a stream and you got nothing better to watch. Mm. I don't know, (laughs) three and a half, the soft three and a half,
1: Mm, okay, cool.
0: I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> on that lukewarm note, <laughs> let's dive into teas plane reviews. After the break, we'll, we'll think of a.
1: Reviews. Have
0: you thought of a segment name yet? I have only given you like fifteen minutes. Uh, after the break.
1: <laughs> plane reviews. Are they on a plane, or are they just plain like crisps? That wasn't very good, but you gave me like four seconds.
0: You had 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> I was busy.
0: So, I uh, had to fly to Perth for work. From which, Sydney. From... Well, from Canberra. From East Sydney. Coast. Yeah. Um, A longish flight. Mm. Now, I did something silly and thought, oh, it's a long flight. It's the longest probably the longest domestic flight we have, and I thought I'd throw a few bids mm-hmm. for some business class upgrades. Yeah, why not? And I won them all. <laughs> so this is great. I've never flown business class before. Mm-hmm. But um, I had to pay for business class upgrades for um, both ways, so that hurt
1: the wallet a bit. At least it was long enough to enjoy it, though.
0: Yeah. So I watched some movies, and... Um, how this is different from other segments is that they look after you in business class and just crack out the wine and keep topping you up. And by mid movie, I was annihilated (laughs) and my notes take a sharp decline. And um, (laughs) I start talking about just general things that happen in business class. So here's T's reviews of business class slash movies. Now, Last time I did this, I watched every Dwayne Johnson movie on the plane. Mm-hmm. It was my rock special. Yeah. This week, I went for a different theme.
1: Oh, yeah, what I we went Girl Power. Mm-hmm. Love
0: it. I watched Tomb Raider. Yeah. And Ocean's 8. Yeah. So I'm going to give you my quick mini-reviews on those to see if they're worth pursuing, I guess. So I'm going to start off with Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Now, a bit of setting. There's a lot of Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider reboots, and all sorts. So you can largely lump Tomb Raider into two main categories. There's yeah. the OG Tomb Raider, the 90s one. The mm-hmm. um, buxom heroine with pistols shooting the crap out of everything. Okay. Uh Personified by Angelina Jolie yes. when she did her movie on it. And then there was the reboot of the games. And they took it in a different direction. They went sort mm-hmm. of prequel, younger, um, sort of the modern version of Tomb Raider where it's sort of the young... Enthusiastic kid who gets pulled into nonsense and shenanigans yeah. and becomes a psychotic maniac. Um, and this is the movie for that direction. Mm-hmm. So it's the rebooted movie for the yeah. rebooted game. So right. gone on are the days of the...
1: Triangle boobs.
0: Ch- the chesty, <laughs> gun-toting psychopath who shoots everything. Mm-hmm. And now we have... Who was it? It was Alicia Vin vin Villander? oh she's swedish i can't even anyway um you will know her as the robot from ex machina ah cool yeah and she played a movie yeah and she plays a young lara croft so we're at the beginning of time before her archaeology career her father is missing mm-hmm. um lara croft has always had father issues for some reason Um, father's been missing for a long time. Yeah. Seven years. Mm -hmm. And Lara won't sign the thing to say he is dead. Mm. Because that needs to happen for the company to move on for whatever reasons. It's whatever. She won't admit that he's dead. Anyway, she gets pulled into, um, you know, she finds a clue and stuff happens and ends up in an archaeological dig somewhere. You know, Mm -hmm. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider stuff. Yeah. Now, what they did in the reboots that was quite good is the first time Lara Croft takes a life, kills someone, Mm -hmm. and if you ever played that game, the first rebooted one, which was I want to say six-ish years ago, this was actually a big deal and a big gaming moment and it was really well done. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and she's fighting for a life and kills a dude and she's like, oh crap, I killed a dude. And um, <laughs> things escalate. So they uh, roll with that narrative a bit here. So things start off a bit slow, and then she kills a dude and is super <laughs> upset. And then she spends the next 40 minutes becoming a psychopathic, murdering, super-secret spy assassin.
1: Sweet.
0: You know, Tomb Raider. Gets yeah. her hands on a bow and bodies hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they play with that narrative a bit. Now, this mechanic were great video games. mm because, you know, you slowly leveled up. It was really hard to kill anyone at the start of those games. And then by the end of it, you're like, yeah! <laughs> it was...
1: I like that game. Yeah. That was good.
0: Yeah, very good. You to play the other ones. Now, this... Yeah, the newest ones... The newest one I've yet to play. Yeah. I'll acquire that when I can. Awesome. Um, this didn't quite translate to the movie. The first kill was great, but then she picks up a bow and she's off. And then yeah. massacres everyone.
1: <laughs> no time wasted. Yeah. Um...
0: <laughs> And this didn't happen, you know, excitingly. Mm. Um, what else happened? Now this movie is basically a homage to Indiana Jones Indiana Jones movies. Because yeah. you could argue that Lara's, you know, female indie.
1: Yeah, well she was inspired by yeah. Indiana Jones.
0: But it was too close. No. Uh, There's a relic that you shouldn't open. Don't open it. It's very Raiders of the Lost Ark. And mm. like you'll let something out, and of course something gets out. Um, what happens? They're skulking through some ruins.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What was my note? Someone sets off a trap, you know, in, like, any of these movies. Someone stands on a ground plate and a spike comes up and kills him. Yeah. You know, like a red shirt. No yeah. name, grunt. I'm like, oh, no. But in the next room, they're just walking around, chill as fuck, like, on these yeah. ornate floors. And I'm like, well, you just saw a guy get impaled <laughs> on a thing. Like, no chill, guys. Like, come on. Anyway. Damn. Yeah, so no one's paying attention to the rules and they all suffer um
1: and it was too much like indiana jones you say yeah would you say that the director chose
0: poorly i don't know the director was but yes i would say that (laughs) um and there's always the suspension of disbelief that these ain't long gone um civilizations are for some reason, the most amazing engineers that can build these <laughs> psychotic traps that, for some reason, survive the test of time. And this is no different.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, good. Well, it I was... mean, pyramids are still around. Yeah, but there's not the elaborate
0: light traps that you can solve with magical keywords. I don't know.
1: There could be. Maybe we just haven't found them yet.
0: I was in no mood for this nonsense. Did
1: you just find a new chamber in one of the pyramids? Just saying.
0: Yeah, but there was no... There's just a dead guy in it.
1: Well, this time.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, the engineering was a bit crazy. Then it becomes Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, mm-hmm. no it didn't. It became Last Crusade. Yeah. With the falling floor thing and... Mm. Oh, no. And, uh, it was all too much. Um, tangent note. Deconstructed food makes it cool. But doesn't make it taste any better.
1: I assume you're talking about business yes, class. Yes, this is a business
0: class side <laughs> note. So I start talking about peeing a lot. <laughs> I had to pee, at window seat. It was a big discussion. Mm. The guy just kept bringing me wine. And when I got up to pee, the guy gave me more wine. I'm like, I'm I, wait till I come out, man. I'm not going to take this, this in with is me. is knocking
1: on your bathroom door. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Do you
0: want more wine? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yes, but if I take it into the bathroom, they'll call me an alcoholic. Like, stuff that is not okay in the real world is fine on a plane. (laughs) my God. What was that? (laughs) But yes, all their food was deconstructed, and I'm like, this is amazing. I I wish my ham sandwich was just a ham sandwich, but (laughs) here we go.
1: I want to know more about this deconstructed ham sandwich. Didn't
0: I tell you about the... uh, So, one of the trips, it was a deconstructed toasty. So -hmm. I had, like, triangle wedges of bread, there was grilled cheese, and, like, (laughs) you know... Cooked ham, very borderline bacon, and just none of it was together. And a dollop of this nice relish on the side, and I was like, "Oh, this would have been a great sandwich," <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know fancy AF. Like, especially
1: oh. as they get you really drunk, so you can't even assemble it yourself properly without throwing it all around the cabin. <laughs>
0: yeah, I did all right because um, there was some turbulence, and I saved all my drinks. And you just keep bringing more. possibly spilled he just cracked another bottle. Oh, good times. Yeah anyway, I peed and got back to my seat and watched the rest of the movie. <laughs> um, there was an appearance of the climbing pick. Now, if you played Tomb Raider yeah, that's right. reboot, you have a climbing pick which you use for climbing. It's what Lara Croft does. And it became iconic because it was what you upgraded in your skill tree uh, to become more... Picky? Yeah, <laughs> more, more murdery. Uh. But, like, creatively murdery. Right. So there'd be a giant guy in Kevlar on his shield, and you just couldn't do crap. He'd kill you. But yeah. if you use this upgrade, you could, like, ice pick him in the head or something, and that was how you took him down. Grim. And anyway, so this pick arrived. I was like, yes, murder everybody! <laughs> I was, like, cheering at the tablet. Um, so that was fun. Um, did they go in a zombie's direction? What? Yep. I mean, this is unheard of for the Tomb Raider games. They have zombies in... Oh, alright. Yeah, like... Well... Afflicted. Infected. Whatever. But anyway, they went in this direction for the movies. I have a reference to the Order of Trinity, which is the secret bad organization that's causing all the Mm -hmm. ruckus. That was nice. And the movie ends with her acquiring two guns, which you may recognize as her iconic pistols.
1: Pew pew, nice. And that's
0: where the movie kind of ends, with obviously mm-hmm. story in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um didn't quite capture the same awesomeness Damn. as like the game. Mm. But eh, if you're a big Tomb Raider fan, I'd watch it. Mm. But no, didn't quite land for me. That's a shame. But um I do recommend business class <laughs> and, and deconstructing <laughs> all your food. I find any place that sells deconstructed food will charge a lot because it's fancy but uh, it's like less work
1: yeah in the kitchen
0: like here's a deconstructed sandwich like Mm. i'm putting more work in to make my crappy cheap sandwich like it's not fair anyway tomb raider watch maybe um on the way back (laughs) Mm -hmm. i got to watch oceans 8 um i assume you've heard of oceans 11 one of the great movies back in the day I do is, love a good heist
1: film.
0: Yeah, and this was, well, it was sort of like a female reboot. Hmm. And on its own, all of this was fine, but it kept getting in its own way. Oh. So enter... Yeah. Oh, I didn't get a name. Sandra Bullock, mm-hmm. someone Ocean... I didn't get a first name. Anyway, sister of Danny Ocean, George Clooney from the originals. Uh... So the little sister, who's also in prison and starts with her getting out of prison. And...
1: I thought they would have just made it all, like, the same slash similar characters rather than making a weird
0: offshoot. No, no, no. It's not a... Not a reboot, per se. It's like a Cruel Intentions 3.
1: Ah, well, I mean, that's not (laughs) off to a good start anyway,
0: is it? Sorry, side note. Cruel Intentions 3... Trying we do to cash in. Not speak
1: of that in this house.
0: Trying to cash in on the Cruel Intentions popularity. How dare. Had a completely arbitrary movie, and they just had a little line drop at the start of it, like, "Oh, like your cousin, this character from Cruel Intentions one." I cannot express.
1: Oh, you've just unlocked something that I have kept <laughs> hidden for a long time. I've forgotten how mad I was about this movie and its general existence. What a riot! I was so disappointed. I was like, "What the shit is this that I'm watching?" Anyway, you were talking about Ocean's there.
0: Cruel Intentions 1 and 2 was great. Like, 2 was bad, but in a cool way, bad. It was a prequel to Cruel Intentions, of I all the movies that really need remember. a prequel. It was like him in um his prep school or whatever.
1: Oh, I believe you, but I just remember watching the third one and being like, who the fuck are all these people?
0: Yeah, the, it, was, it was bad. Anyway, you just made me very annoyed. <laughs> anyway, so they've done this. Now, so they have a reference to Danny Ocean
1: mm-hmm.
0: and... I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then they have another reference to Danny Ocean. I'm like, all right, you know, stand on your own two feet. Five more references to Ugh. Danny Ocean, and I'm like, this shouldn't have been called Ocean's Eight. This should have been called an ode to Danny Ocean, <laughs> the Danny Ocean experience. I don't know. Like, they just kept talking about it.
1: Oh, that's and that's you know, so good. and
0: it's like she had a little sister complex, and the movie was yeah. framed as being about Danny Ocean is not in it is like that's central Bullock. you're a big deal too <laughs> stand on your own two feet yeah oh
1: that's really disappointing because i was really excited to watch this movie because i really like ocean's 11 and i just really liked the and the you know the trailer looked great and it's a shame that they really relied on connecting to a old male character from an old movie and I mean. there was
0: another thing a bit later on they're building their team for the mm. heist and like, oh how about this person? How about this person? And uh, at this point she's joined up with um Kate Blanchett, who's her Sweet. Brad Pitt yep. to Sandra Bullock's George Clooney. And so they're the two leaders. And mm-hmm. um like building their team and this all going fine, like, oh how about this guy like, No, 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 no men like Sandra Bullock says that and she's like, Why? Like, oh just no men, it's gotta be an all girl team. I'm like you could have just built the all-female team and just gone on with it instead of having a character explicitly say, Girls only! Yay! And it was sort yeah. of, like, too self-aware of the concept. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to do a reboot, you can't... I don't know. I think you could have just made the all-girls team. It would have been fine. You didn't have to drill the home, the point home, so fast. Yeah. Um.
1: That's a real shame.
0: Yeah. So, they have the eight of... Half of them I knew and I'm not really good on my actors these days, but um, Bullock, Blanchett,
1: Anne Hathaway, mm-hmm.
0: Helen Botham Carter,
1: yeah,
0: Rihanna, and mm. Mindy Kaling. Oh. Now, this scene was a bit weird, because they had a big thing where Bullock meets up with Blanchett, they talk about Anne Hathaway, they go and get Helen Botham Carter, and then we'll need a team! And it goes, black person, Indian person, Chinese person, and I'm like, oh, that, that was all... A bit, obviously, too quick. And it was like, quick, diversity time. Here's
1: our diversity scene. Yeah,
0: and it was, like, montaged together, and it uh, was really on the nose. And it didn't need to be. It was Rihanna and Mindy Kaling, and I don't know who the third actor was. But, you know, like, big deals.
1: <laughs> yeah, people who perfectly stand up yeah. on their own.
0: So, I don't know, that all uh, looked a bit on the nose for me. Oh, dear. Um, they are all pretty good. Anne Hathaway's one was a bit weird. Helen and Carter was really good. She was mm. um, a quirky fashion designer. She was the Matt Damon, I guess, (laughs) in this. Rihanna plays a hacker, and it's amazing. Because, like, you know, a really dweeby... Not dweeby. Like, um... The slacker-type hacker. Mm. You know, in terms of style. Nice. And she was really good. Um, Mindy Kaling was pretty good, too. She was the diamond expert. So the whole premise of this movie is they want to rob the Met Gala... Mm-hmm. which is obviously high security and they want to steal diamonds blah 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 it's an Ocean's movie um, they follow the same formula nonsense and misdirection um, but I feel it fell a bit apart at the end without talking about what happens yeah. but they end up kind of bribing an investigator to get away with some stuff and I'm yeah. like well so you didn't pull off a good heist you just bribed people like it wasn't
1: well that's part of getting away with the heist right?
0: yeah I don't know <laughs> So I didn't like that very much. Thinking about this, this is the fourth Oceans movie. Is Oceans a good franchise? Like, everyone just assumes yes, but let's do the math. Mm -hmm. Oceans 11, Oceans 1, amazing, you know, big deal. Oceans 12, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Mm. Um, I hated that movie so hard. I need to watch it again to remember why I hated it so hard, but the hatred lasted longer than my memory of the actual plot.
1: I didn't hate it, so we should Ocean's rewatch. 12. it. 12. Yeah, I don't think I had any problems with it.
0: The one where they had Julia Roberts pretend to be Julia Roberts.
1: Yeah, I don't... Well, I can't remember much about it, but I don't remember not liking it.
0: All right, we're going to hit that one, because yeah. I, I it's was... It's your
1: three-watch. When
0: people ask me what's the worst movies you've seen... Oceans Twelve is always on that list. Oh Wow. Um, Oceans. Cool. Did they call it Oceans Thirteen? Whatever. Oceans Three. Mm. That was decent, just okay. And this one, Oceans Eight. I'm gonna go decent, just okay. So okay. two middle of the road, one crap, one good. Is this a good franchise at all? Like I it was star really, studded.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't even really call it a franchise, but I guess it is it's if there's four, four of them. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'd have to rewatch them and find out. Because so I very much loved the first one, and I don't recall any problems with the latter two. And I've not seen four, so or eight is it maybe?
0: Right. we'll make a special on worst um, movies of all time, <laughs> worst sequels of all time. Now that'd be, it'd be too many.
1: <laughs> to, that's too rough watching. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, maybe we can go watch the Cruel Intentions trilogy.
1: Well, I don't know if I want to open that back up. Again. It's two
0: amazing movies and one weirdly disparate movie that kind of lost the point.
1: No, I'm getting enraged just thinking about it again. I will not sit through Do you that remember
0: why that. you hated it?
1: I, no. I obviously have PTSD about it. Yeah,
0: it's the same way. Of, all right.
1: No, I, I think it's because I went to watch it and it just had nothing to do with anything. It was all these randos. I'm like, what is this? This has just been a boring yeah. name.
0: And someone... Yes. Mm. And someone has taken your money. You've gone to the movies. You've gone to a blockbuster. Whatever you did. Yeah. You did it. Someone has your money. And you've gone to watch this movie on the Cruel Intentions name, and mm. it was literally nothing to do with anything. Yep. Yep. Argument oh, for another day. Um. Mm. So, Ocean's 8 is decent. It's mm-hmm. okay. I didn't mind it. There's a lot of little things to get in its own way. I mean, yeah. you, you've got a very um, thin line to walk when you're rebooting, especially well, female rebooting. It's such a hard sell at the best of times. I think um, it's
1: always a great idea, but what's hard is just selling it to the consumers because people, people are suck, yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, we don't want to see women. Oh, yeah,
0: that, and but that's, you know, people who would never go see the movie. They just want to complain on Facebook on a trailer. Oh, like, that's true. Just the female reboot, the concept I was fine with. Um, just didn't try to stand on their own two legs. Yeah. And the performances are decent. Like, Bullock was amazing.
1: It had, um, like, even everyone involved was, like, it was all female made as well, I think. Okay. I'm pretty sure. So um, it's a shame that they still tried to use a male character as a bit of a crutch to get through the movie, which is
0: unfortunate. Well, it wasn't a crutch. It was just, it didn't need to be referenced as much as it is. And yeah. Yeah. It happened all the way through, and like the, mm. you know, obviously not talking about it, but at the end of the movie, the final sort of sign off scene also involved a reference. Yeah, and sort yeah, of like, yeah, yeah you, you did it yourself, woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, Bullock was amazing, Botham Carter amazing, mm-hmm. um, and all the little side bits were pretty fun. But cool. Yeah. So that was my plane trip. All right. And then I went and worked, then I came home. Yeah. Um, and that wraps up Terry's plane reviews. Love it. Plane Terry's reviews. Mm -hmm. plain tease reviews Um, until I catch a flight again Mm. but that's all we have time for today Em, our socials
1: our socials are you can tweet us at goodpop underscore badpop or you can drop us a message on facebook at facebook.com forward slash goodpop badpop podcast and if you love it or hate it, make sure that you send us a review on um Apple Podcasts, is that what it's called? <laughs> iTunes podcast, whatever. What, however you listen to us, leave a review, like, comment, review, share, share the love, all those things. Tell us what you think about um, this year's Game Award winners. Uh, what are you doing next week?
0: Me? Yeah. Well, yeah, you. <laughs> if I can carve out some time, I'd like to crack some more of Red Dead Single Player. Yeah, it sounds boring. Anything yeah. else? Um, I got myself a copy of Neo. Ooh. Neo. I'm not quite sure on the correct pronunciation. Mm-hmm. But that was on sale on PlayStation Store this week, so I grabbed that. Great. Um, it's described as. Looks like Samurais and their spin on. Um, Soulsborne, Yeah. You know, Demon Souls and Bloodborne. And I haven't played any Souls games yet, but I was infatuated with Bloodborne, so mm. I'm keen to give this a go. Great. Um. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season two is out.
1: Very excited about I wanna that. I want
0: to crush that in a marathon as soon as I can.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: and that's Christmas time. I'm gonna catch some friends, have some drinks.
1: Great. On that note, um, not only is it nearly Christmas time, I'm gearing up to unemployment. Whoop <laughs> whoop! So I have set myself a mission to watch as many bad christmas netflix movies as i can so stay tuned for a review on that that, that can be fun yeah i'm pretty much just plan on getting really drunk and watching this
0: i have one i want to watch santa vs. the martians i
1: haven't even heard of that yeah it's
0: a famous bad c movie
1: well no i've got enough of those to watch on netflix i watched that one christmas princess wedding or whatever it is there's a bunch of them anyway that's my plans um, so stay with us over the next couple of weeks. You should we'll, rank them. Well, look, I have plans, but just wait Alright. see. Ooh, a surprise. Yeah. Anyway, as I was saying, we're trying to let everyone go now, so.
0: No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I thought I'd Okay,
1: You get nothing. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Make sure that you... Um, rate and review us and we will talk to you next week bye say goodbye I did say it again